Dear listeners, if you're about to fast forward because you know we're doing an ad, stop. Stop what you're doing. You're going to want to hear this. Yeah. This well, is gonna, maybe going to be one of the, the wildest moments of our show. It, very possible. Very possible. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, there's the only way to say it is just to say it. This week's episode is sponsored by Clona Willy. I'm sorry. What was that, Dave? You heard me. It's Clona Willy. Clone a Willy. Clona Willy. That is the do it yourself kit that allows anyone to make an exact copy of any penis. Any penis? Into a silicone vibrating sex toy at home. Name a penis. Uh, um, uh, uh, Hulk Hogan's penis. If you, if you get him over to the house, if you get him to sit still for yeah. a minute, yeah. you can get that penis. Name wow. another one. Name another one. Okay, um, this is really hard. Um, my, uh, my high school principal's penis. Okay, that is going, for personal reasons, that's going to be a more difficult get. But if you can convince him. You don't know the relationship between me and my high school principal. I, admittedly, I don't. No, that's not so, a willy that I want to clone. But the point is. You could. The, the point is that I you could. could. Any penis. Any and penis. By we'll the way, turn it to a silicone vibrating sex toy. It can be white. It can be milk chocolate. Uh, you, we're also reproducing vulvas. I mean, a, a mirror cannot compare to a, a silicone 3D replica. We all know that. We We've all, all tried that. to yeah. fuck a mirror. Of course. And it's never worked. Yeah. Uh, Clone Willy Kits. Let me tell you something about them. They're very easy to use. They're hand-assembled in Portland, Oregon, which, by the way, you, you said, Dave, you're going to be advertising a thing where you can clone a dick. Where does this happen? I would say Portland, Oregon. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's good just, pinos uh-huh. and good dick pe- cloning. Penis. Uh, and they contain only 100% body-safe materials because that's important. going to stick it in you. It better be safe. Yeah. Right? Uh, experience a whole new way to view your or a friend's. Most oh. intimate areas. Use promo code HOMOPHILIA for 20% off your entire order at www.clonawilly.com. Take a picture of it. Send it to us. Not your dick. No. The clone dick. Wow. Hello, Dave Holmes. Hi, Matt McConkie. How's it going? It's going really well. You went somewhere fun last weekend. I did. I went to Santa Barbara for the weekend. Uh, no. Specifically, Los Olivos uh, mm-hmm. in Solvang. We stayed in Solvang. Uh, we we like did wineries in Los Olivos. Um, the night we got there, um, we checked. Like we got there at four. Most of the wineries closed at six, so we were just like so. We sprinted down Main Street and just hit like thirteen tasting rooms. Not thirteen, Amazing. but we had like two or three tasting rooms. And then we checked into the hotel, and it turned out that there was an outdoor theater like two doors up the street. And uh, it's like a little tiny, maybe 300-seater or whatever. And it was the second-to-last performance of a regional uh, production of Newsies. And we had had just enough, like, little sips of wine that we were like, that is absolutely what we're about to do. You just walked up to the box office. We just walked up to the box office. to see the show tonight. It was sold out. They gave us folding chairs. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, and And, like, we had never seen Newsies. And, yeah, and so, so, and again, we were like drunkish, so yeah. it was kind of the perfect situation. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, so we sat and we watched Newsies as the sun went down and it got cold. I needed to wear my little earwolf hoodie. Of course, I'm wearing mine now. Yeah. Uh, and remind was, me, what, what, give me a Newsies, Newsies? refresher. New, okay, it's Newsies, and uh-huh. they they sell those. They sell the papes. They call them the papes because uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. always in a great big hurry. Uh huh. And and they're like little urchins, and like somewhere in Brooklyn or something in like the twenties or something. And and they run around. They sell those papes. And and then but then the rich guy is like, you you got to give me more money. Yeah. For the papes, and they're yeah. like, well, we don't. We're urchins. We don't have it. Right. So 
so we can't. And he was like, well, then you can't. And they're like, uh, but this is our, this is what we are. And one of them is on a crutch and they call him crutchy. <laughs> and, uh, and they sing all kinds of songs and do all kinds of dances. Uh, a lot of like big roundhouse kicks. Is there a, like, a classic Newsy song that I um, Probably. I don't know. No. They all kind of sounded the same to me. So then she comes in and she's like, she's the reporter and she's, she sees the conditions and she's like, uh-uh. So she writes the, the article and, every, and everybody reads it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and then the Newsies can do what they have to do. But then the, her father is the publisher and it's a big mess. But wow. then in the end, they get to sell the papers. Wow. And it was just janky enough. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. was, it was just regional enough. But you know also, I mean? were there but some people good. where you're going, hey, got to oh, keep no. my eye on, on oh, oh, my God. The talent, talent from top to bottom. Wow. Like, truly, really impressive. But also, like, oh, this guy is also Santa Claus. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yep, yep. Uh, like, it's just, you could just tell. People go from, like, from one of these to the next. Did you ever have your time night. doing community theater? I sure did. Like? I sure did. What did you do? Um, I was in uh, Brighton Beach Memoirs. At the uh, at the uh, the Jewish Community Center, I myself am not Jewish, right? Uh, but I love to act, sure, and I like to put myself in uh, in a role that yeah. I'm, you know, that I'm not automatically comfortable. That's with. like a classic Neil Simon two hander, Matthew Broderick. Something. No, I have vague associations with no. all of these things. That's like it's like a family comedy. It's about his upbringing uh-huh. in Brighton Beach. It's his okay, memoirs okay, okay. of Brighton Beach. Yeah, and uh, so sense. I did that uh, in like my youth. Youth, I was one of the no neck monsters in Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Oh, sure. Yes. Wow. How about you? Did you do regional theater? I did. I mean, I did some really terrible stuff. I'm not a musical theater head, but I did do a production of Annie Get Your Gun where I played – this is how slim pickings it was in southern Ohio. I played Frank (laughs) Butler, and Uh I I maybe talked about this on Cool Ops Podcast or somewhere, but – uh, I Frank Butler is a is meant to be a strapping stud burly. Sure. This is this he is, is the fucking, Hugh Jackman role. Yes. Okay. And when I was eighteen, I weighed maybe ninety pounds, mm-hmm. and I had a, a full face of braces sure. and cystic acne, and was just a a, a noodle <laughs> of a of a creature, you know, oh, dancing around on stage. And um, my mom, like. Tried. There's this one number where Frank Butler like is uh, does a dosi do with a bunch of different ladies because sure. he's, he's like I'm fucking this girl, but I'm also fucking this girl, and then I throw her aside. And my mom, like, God bless her, gently tried to like give me the note afterward that it, she she was like, you know, when you dance with all those ladies, it, it kind of looks like they're the ones leading, oh, and you should probably. Oh, and to, to be fair, she was right. Like, right. probably should have looked like I was having my way with them. But mm-hmm. you uh, had physical limitations at the time. Yes. I, mean, I have so many limitations at the <laughs> you time. Don't, you um, do not have the heft to pull that off. So it's I not was not a musical theater um, aficionado. But mm-hmm. I, by the way, just discovered Off Book Podcast. And oh. this is not a, 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 a promo of – Although uh, it is an Earwolf podcast. It's right here in the Earwolf It is family. in network. And and they launched around the same time as us, so there was a little bit of like a almost competitive, like oh, who are those yeah. kids? Yeah. You know, the other new kids in school. And it's by the way, I don't care for musicals or improv, uh-huh. and it is both of those things, and it's so fucking good. All you right. have you listened? I have not listened to it yet. Oh, it's Shit. there's only you're, you you have time to catch up, and okay, you'll good. want to hear all of them. There's okay. only like four or five episodes. All right, so it's I'll have the time. Just. 
such a joy, Mm -hmm. especially when you're like consuming so much stuff that's like interviews about people's careers or, uh, you know, whatever else we're fucking listening to these days. Yeah, yeah. You want to be in a completely made up world that will go away the second the thing ends. It's so good. Are you watching anything that I I need to know? I'm watching a show called Younger, Mm -hmm. which I poo-pooed for a very long time. Yep. And, uh... My Michael, my boyfriend has was has been into it for a while. We were on like a long flight somewhere recently, and he binged like three seasons. And then I was like, "What is wrong with you? Like, why are you watching yeah. this sh- trash?" Jumped in. It is the kind of show you can jump right in at uh-huh. season five or whatever uh-huh. we're on right now. Like, it the the premise is she's pretending to be younger than she is. That's uh-huh. all you need to know, right? And it's so it's like if you if you ever you know we all love Sex and the City, obviously, but. If you ever felt like, I want Sex in the City, but I want it to not be so heavy and so cerebral. Yeah. Not that, you, not that <laughs> Sex in the City is any of those things. And you're like, I want a lighter, a lighter, frothier Yeah, I want to think about I, it I less. didn't know it could get lighter or frothier, and uh-huh. yet here is younger. And it's so – it's just like so it, – it just washes over you, and it goes down so easy. And okay. It's, That's what I need right now. It's faces you want to look at, and it's like – it's so broad. It's I mean yeah. like – it's the kind of thing where she's, she, there's a scene where she's having like sexual tension with a guy in her office and there's mm-hmm. like a an uneaten muffin on the desk and she's like, oh, do you think it's getting hard? Or, oh, do you think it's getting stiff? Or, oh, it's making stiff. You know, like, and that's okay. the joke. Okay. And, you and had me like, and then you lost me. But it's. With the muffin joke. It's terrible, but it's so good. I love it All so right. much. All right. I will give it one episode. I mean, it, it's just in these troubled times when yeah. we need some self soothing, you know, uh, options. I, I can't recommend it. Okay. Enough. You know, I was, uh, speaking of troubled times and I don't, I don't want to, I want to bring our guest in. I yes. don't want to, I don't want to like sit here and talk forever. Oh, Should I save it? I, Cause there's yeah. one specific thing that I've been, that I've been watching. I think, he yeah, I think our guest would actually benefit from hearing about it. Okay. Why don't we talk about it when we get back? Okay. Dave, yeah. our listeners know one thing about me, and that's that I don't know fuck about shit, mm-hmm. especially about politics and current events. Oh, my God. It's so exhausting trying to keep up. I can't stand it. Well, I found the perfect show for dumb people like you and me, and that <laughs> Good. is Hard Nation. Another oh, I love Hard Nation. Amazing show right here. Earwolf, mm-hmm. hosted by the Hard Brothers, I believe they're called. Mm-hmm. Mike uh, Still. Mike Still. Paul Welsh. Paul Welsh. And uh, that's got, it, it, they've got your favorite comedians uh, performing as politicians and public figures. Oh, we're talking Darcy Carden. The mm. great Darcy Carden. She oh. plays Jill Stein. I've heard of Darcy Carden. Not so much Jill Stein. Mm. Just kidding. I'm trying yeah. to forget her. Yeah. Uh, Will Hines, the incredible Ooh. Will Hines, Sean Spicer, nice. Casey Faye's Eric Trump, Anthony Atamanek. Anthony Atamanek. There it is. He's coming up on a special episode as Trump. It is just a great show. Oh, yeah. He's he's on the, the president show on Comedy Central. He's yeah. fucking amazing. Super amazing. It's such a fun show. Listen, as so, you know what? As soon as this episode is over, go listen to them. Yep. you got to subscribe to Hard Nation in your Apple Podcast, your Stitcher, wherever you like to listen. Hard Nation. Get hard. hard. Hey, welcome back, folks. Now, generally, this would be the time when we would introduce our guest and ask what our guest is watching yep. and loving. Um, but we're going to introduce our guest, and then I'm going to tell him what I'm watching. Great. How does that sound? Yeah. I, I like the idea of this being a show where you, you, we just bring in people to listen to us. <laughs> yeah. And we, and we never really great. Talk. Yeah. Some of the best LGBT voices just mm-hmm. being totally quiet, <laughs> <laughs> laughing off mic, coughing off mic. Mm-hmm. 
with two just hanging out with mediocre us. LGBT yeah, just, voices. Yeah, just, just like a couple of guys catching up. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's an idea whose time has come. So the person who's going to sit here and listen to us <laughs> uh-huh. is uh, an a- actor, writer, modern dancer. Thought uh, you were going to say model, and I was going to be so and excited. Model. And uh, he's host of another podcast here in the Earworld family, uh, the Amazing Throwing Shade. Oh my god, that show is so fucking. It's Brian Zaffy. Brian Zaffy. Yes, I'm so excited. I love and adore you both so much. Oh, and I cannot wait to hear what you're watching. Oh, no. Brian, we love and adore you too. Both Thank of you. us. I, I speak for both of us. Oh, absolutely. Okay, here's the thing. It's not what you expect. Okay. Uh, it's timely because uh, because this person is about to uh, be released on parole. But do you remember the Jenny Jones case? <gasps> of course. From 1995? Okay, <laughs> Matt does it. Matt does it. We, we talked about it briefly on the elevator up, and he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yes. When did yeah, Jenny Jones speak. go to jail? Yeah. Okay, so let's- Well, let's she, didn't. She, she didn't. She didn't. No. She didn't. So that's the thing. She didn't. But this is a gay story. This is the gay story. Yeah. This is a huge gay story. Oh, this is slowly coming back, but I do okay. need you to walk me through it again. Okay. All right. So back in 1995, yeah. uh, it was like, you know, I mean, it was just, there were 800 of those daytime talk shows. It was shows. right during- the peak Boom. saturation, like Tempest had Tempest, one, and yeah. Ricky had Carney hers, Wilson. and yeah, Carney uh, Gabrielle Wilson. Carteris, totally. Yeah. Um, so oh, everyone, God. I think Sally was still on, and like yeah. you know what I mean. It was yeah. in that weird period Montel where like had everyone, yeah, exactly. Yeah, everybody had one. Yeah, and it was like if you if you called in sick from work because you were hungover, or if you were getting your oil changed, you would see those That's shows. And those watching. were the only times you would ever see. Them. Yeah, and by the way, I miss those times. <laughs> I don't mind a, a terrible talk show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Anyway, so. It, like it was a massive race to the bottom, right? Like there, there was just, I mean, there was like a three year period where it was just each one was tawdrier than the one that came before. And so, uh, Jenny Jones was like, we're going to do a thing of uh, an episode where it's going to be secret crushes, but they're all same sex crushes, right? So, which in itself, for its time was sort of racy. Yeah, I mean, for sure. there's nothing like, you know, there's nothing shameful about it, yeah. but it was sort of the way that they sprung it on people was like, they kind of led them to believe that it was like, oh, it's, you know, it's Cindy from the office who has, you know, a crush on you, but they, but it is, and it's your neighbor, Doug. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And then it's a straight guy having gay panic. And having gay panic, yeah, right, right, right. And, and like, but also, I mean, just real, okay, so the thing is, I read the thing that that guy's about to be released on parole. How? Got 20 years. It's been 20 That's years. That's it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so he's about to be released, and I was like, oh, I wonder if that episode – because it never aired. So I was wondering if the episode was online. Yeah. It's not, but there were specials that, like, used parts of it and showed I was just because I know it. I've seen part of when the guy comes out yeah. to yeah, face yeah, yeah. that dude. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and it's, you know and, – and then it's, you know, both sides, lawyers interject, you know, with, like, yeah, little yeah. confessional interviews from the future and whatever. So, so I watched one of – I watched one and a half of those before coming here because I'm totally fascinated by it because it's so like the, before the, the, the object of the crush comes out, the gay guy is mm-hmm. like, yeah, kind of, you know, whatever. He's cute. And I like him. And he's like, you can tell he's like, doesn't want to be doing it. Like yeah. he's awkward and they didn't quite know how to produce people back then. Yeah. Uh, and Jenny Jones is like, you have a fan. You fantasized about him just before you came in here, didn't you? And he's oh, like, my God. kind of, well, and it, it involved, uh, you know, motor oil. And he's like, yeah, he fixes cars and whatever. It's just really like, she's trying to make mm-hmm. it really yeah. tawdry. Yeah. Like, and you have a hammock and you have a fantasy about the hammock, don't you? He's like, yeah, I'm going to put him in the hammock. And whatever. It's, oh, it's really, God. it's, you feel for this guy immediately. Like you can tell he doesn't want to be doing this. You can tell it's a bad idea. Yeah. Not because he's gay, just because you shouldn't go on those shows. Cause yeah. it's a terrible idea. And then the guy comes out that he has a crush on and, and the gay guy is there with, with his female friend who 
we'll say is the picture of the the nineties sure. girl with a bunch of Babe. gay friends. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, um, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, see yeah. what you mean. You yeah. see what I'm saying? I remember I that mean, detail, yeah, yeah, but yeah. now yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. okay. And so like, and so the guy goes and hugs her because he thinks that like she's the one who's got the crush, but then it isn't, and whatever. And he's like. Just the way that the whole thing is, and this is in my lifetime, and I remember when this was going yeah. on, and I remember being like, I was, if it was ninety five, I was twenty four years old. I was, I had an apartment of my own, yeah, and and like the way that that she and the audience and all the people on the panel are just talking about the fact that it, like here's a gay person with like needs and desires, it's like. It's a dog that can talk. Yeah, you know wow. what I mean. It's like it's the, anything that he says, and you know he doesn't want to be saying it because he he's uncomfortable. But he says something halfway sexy, and the crowd's like, ah! like they oh go crazy, God. and she goes crazy, and and like and the guy is is embarrassed, and then his lawyer from the future comes in and he's just like, well, you know they they dropped this bomb on him, this shameful secret that this guy had, and whatever. And it's like this is still that was that was probably. And how did he kill him? It was like the next so the day. Next day so they went back to their hometown. Him. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, P.S. The the guy, the gay guy yeah. was murdered. Yeah, I was guy murdered, murdered by yeah. the straight guy. By the yeah. straight guy. And and it, like, it, like I guess he gave him a ride to the airport or home from the airport or something. And then the guy left a note like, if you ever want to hook up or whatever. And and the guy and he freaked out and he like and he'd been up all night drinking and he went and he bought a gun and he shot him to okay. death. Okay. Yeah. And it's just the the way that everyone is talking about it. It is. It truly is like well. Yeah, he on was the other hand, to it, right? yeah, yeah, like murder is bad. But on the other hand, this wow. guy did have a fantasy right. about him and talked about it on TV, and that's enough to drive you crazy. And that's there are enough people who actually believe that. Still, and, ten years after that happened, which is ten years ago, which is not that long ago. I don't know. It, and, it, like, and a, that a little, guy is now come is now going. He's to be getting released. released. That's what I mean. 20 By the time years this comes up, he could be out. Wow. Also, dude, what does it say about you? I mean, like, what demons is he wrestling with yeah. that someone, a guy says he has a crush on you and you think yeah, you I better kill him. kill him? Yeah. I'm sure things got a lot more sexually complicated in prison. You know what I mean? Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's a more compromise. And he know, was kind of, he was. Sort of, he was. He was sort yeah, of he was. He was. <laughs> in that sort of high-waisted pants. Yeah. yeah. Not uncommon in, in killers. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, You're but not do, you know, wrong. do you know the Jenny Jones one-star search? The For con- what? Stand up. Really? Oh, it's online and it's just as funny as you imagine. <laughs> yeah. She was a stand up comedian. She came up with like Rita Rudner and all those gals. And wow. she, yeah. And her, she won Star Search. Oh, my And the talk God. show and everything came from that. She was a stand Would you have ever in a million years from watching that talk show I, ever guessed that, that she did stand up? rings a bell now, but if you watch clips from that show, she could not be no. more oh, yeah, cardboard. She, it seems like she was a local news lady. Who yes. Was really lucky. Yeah. Never funny. Never funny. Wow. Not once. Where is she now? Great question. I don't I know. I could not tell you. Uh, there's the show lasted a few more years. That's the other That's thing. That's what's that, also like, shocking. That yeah. thing wasn't immediately taken off the air. It was like, oh, let's, I will let's give, see what else she's I got I will give us sleeve. some 2017 credit and say that now it would be. That would be I off the air in a second, I, I think. Yeah. I don't, I mean, but we'd all still be like, say? well, the guy was hot. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, okay, speaking of Star Search, um, on the drive up to, uh, I made a big, long uh, mixtape of songs from 1984 and 85, because I'm writing a thing that takes place in 1984 mm-hmm. and 85, and it went sort of deep. And, uh, and there's a song called Sugar Don't Bite by Sam Harris, okay. who, who won the first season of Star Search. He's a singer. And beca- had like a career? He had a mini career. Okay. He had one album. And then, he, and then he did like, you know, theater and stuff. And he lives out here. Um, 
and and he's like he's like a, a he wasn't out but obviously gay sure. like super dupe even at the time it was like a, this is this guy's gay yeah. and sings like like he's influenced by Patti LaBelle <laughs> like it's just like he starts at a 10 strong and then he choice keeps going yeah <laughs> just keeps going up wow um it's so, the song sugar don't bite sugar don't bite you know i'm a bleeder what the fuck do, what does that mean first of all um it was like a year and a half before papa don't preach and it's almost exactly the same sugar song. don't bite yeah. you know i'm a bleeder <laughs> that's great basically <laughs> except he does a little bite steals it. yeah <laughs> sugar don't bite like that every time oh man uh, he super oversings everything I will send oh. you and listener you too I'll put it up on our at uh, uh, homophilia pod yeah we gotta start um, some homophilia playlists yeah. uh, he does a, a version he, he does a version of Patti LaBelle's version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow which de- <laughs> destroys anything in its path <laughs> how could he even who would tackle that you know what if that's your th- it's not my thing at all but if that's your thing like if you just if you like if the last yeah. three minutes of one sweet day by Mariah Carey right, 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 right. is your idea of a good thing, which mm-hmm. apparently it is for a lot mm-hmm. of people, then you would love that thing. And he and he does a good he does what if you like that you would call a good job. One time Oprah <laughs> and opened an interview with Patty LaBelle just by saying, um, do you she she said to Patty LaBelle, she goes, Do you see yourself as a legend? And Patty LaBelle goes, <laughs> I do. I really do. <laughs> It was the best. She really gives everything she's got. Yeah. It was the best answer. Oh, she gives some cakes. She yep. gives some patty cakes. She sure does. She knows exactly who you want her to be, and she's like, I'm fine. To yeah. Also, on one quick thing about that interview, and then I will shut up about it. Please? There's oh, one don't. moment in this interview where Oprah says, like, what do you do to relax? Mm-hmm. And she goes, well, sometimes I put, I get in my swimming pool, but I only wear a T-shirt and pant." short pants and I just walk in my swimming pool but she fully was like walks in her swimming pool in a t-shirt and panties oh god isn't it just like just was gonna say it <laughs> like caught herself she's the best one that oh, she thought well something. the only the way to save this all I need to do is say short, short pants, pants which is I a crazier thing to say like I put on capris <laughs> and a t-shirt like literal, do literal laps not swimming yeah. laps like and it's your own pool. Walk around Patty. the pool. Like, in your own pool. Yeah. Just pace. Yeah. Just pace in water. Yeah. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. I don't, I don't want that for she her. Knows I want her she's in doing. a full a bathing suit. I <laughs> love her. Me too. Me too. <laughs> what else are you um, oh, obsessed God. with? Well, yeah. right very – like uh, <clears throat> as of last night, I'm super obsessed with um, – and this is more of an online thing, but trading spaces fails. Like when the, uh-huh. in other words, when the people who get their homes made over did not like it. <laughs> and it's the moment at when they, you know, cause they're blind in the, this is like OG page Davis, like uh-huh. right when that show took off. So they take off their blindfolds to look at the new room, uh-huh. which by the way, their neighbors and friends have done. Mm-hmm. They've just completed yeah. that room yeah. and they look at it and their faces fall <laughs> and they're just like, what? And, and so Paige is like, well, what's one thing you like? Oh, and they're God. like, uh, I'm not sure. And then the neighbors come over. They're like, hey, how do you like it? <laughs> and the sh- they're so shitty to the neighbors. They're like, did you like it when you were making it? <laughs> and they're like trying to be so nice and neighborly. And they're like, and they're like, well, we don't really like that. And they're like, oh. And she goes, so you could have told them to stop. I mean, it was, and they just get, so you know us, right? And you just, it's so raw. And it's before people really exploited those moments that yeah. like, you just know like, oh, that relationship is over. Yeah, and they have to keep living next to each other. Is And it, by the way, the common denominator in all of them was that they painted the ceiling in all these houses. Uh-huh. Like, 
in the living room. They'll be, they'll be like orange or yellow, and it's like, what are Why? you doing? I can't yeah. think of anything worse. <laughs> a to do, B to look at. Like it makes everything smaller. I think. I would yeah. think. We did that in our in our breakfast nook. My mom was like, because there were like vaulted ceilings. That's right. They always shoot in a vaulted ceiling. Yeah, and she was like, well, we're gonna just take the the wallpaper from the rest of the the, the room and just put it on the ceiling, yeah. and and just kind of did it impulsively. And it was the entire rest of the family was like, no, that's <laughs> right. Take that down, right. It's almost crazy making. It's like crazy. Yeah. yeah, you go in there and you're just like so claustrophobic already. So like, <laughs> I watched that. I have to tell you, I and you know because we're both obsessed with it. But I'm a, I am a Real Housewives person. Yeah. I'll just yes. come out and say, uh, oh, yeah, oh I'm going to say something else. Actually, please, I'm going to skip over that and say oh. that. Ever since they put all nine seasons of Roseanne, and I know she's crazy. I know it. Yeah. And I know she stands for many wrong things now. I go back. I've been watching some of that show. There are true moments of brilliance in that show. Oh, yeah. Which I mean, oh, I, yeah. yeah. It's just, she, she, what a, it was just the best fucking show. I'm watching right now the Sandra Bernhardt episodes where, you know, she's a bi character uh-huh. who, not as a joke, explains sexual fluidity and how she's, Sometimes likes men, sometimes likes women, and it's a gray area, and she'll do whatever she wants, and no one gives her shit about it. On, on the number one show in yeah. the country. It's, cra- it's yeah. crazy to watch that. And then, by the way, I was at the worst place on earth, La Pancatodian or whatever the fuck. Do you know that place? Oh, yeah, I sure, hate sure, that. Sure. I hate that place. <laughs> I, yeah, I've never, I've never, I don't have no fun. Well, guess who sits two tables away from me? Sarah Gilbert. Really? Yeah. yeah she seems like a real La Pancatodian person. Well, she, <laughs> yeah. And by the way, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, three sugars, please. Yeah, for my, for my iced tea. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Splendus. But I, I, I'm trying to think. Like I, I'm. So those are the the trading spaces fails. Roseanne. Mm-hmm. Those are the things I'm really obsessively do watching you, right now. Do you listen to uh, Sandyland? I, you know what? I don't have. I just got serious this week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which so channel one hundred and two. One hundred and two. A.M. What time? Nine a.m. Is it yeah. daily? It's a yeah a noon Eastern time. It is daily. I love her. Nine and noon. It's just it's the same show. The repeats. Yeah. It's she's great. Yeah. But she's also just she's kind of like well I should just have my friends in and just talk. Sure. Which sometimes yeah. is great. Yeah. And then sometimes it's just like you're just you're talking about you know. The, the fact that the yogurt uh, thing was off at right, Whole Foods. Right. Sure. You know yes. what I mean? But I like, think she's thinking on like, and by the way, I, I, I would, she's, she's like, people will be happy just to hang out with me. Yes. And right. do anything. And she's and not like, wrong. She's not wrong. No, I she is I would isn't. like to just hang out with her. Uh, yeah. I and also, she deserves her. a bigger platform than a, She does. She always has. She, you know, she was supposed to be Miranda on Sex and the City. They offered her the role. Stop she turned it down? It. Turned it down. Oh my. Really? They literally were like, this is yours. Holy shit. Turned it down. Yeah. I had no idea. I know. I love her. That's I love right. her, and I don't ever want to meet her. So I need to Same. get serious radio in order to hear that. Yes. Speaking yes. of getting serious. Oh. I've been getting some great feedback about my segue. Transition. Your segue. Best in all the land. Um, Brian, mm. let's talk about your love life. Okay. Um, for the listeners, sure. what is your current relationship status? I'm married. Oh, did you not know that? Oh my god! Well, because I didn't, I didn't have like a wedding. I, but Derek and I, my partner and I, went just literally in December. Went to the courthouse. I didn't know this. I, I, it, it, we're very much in love. I'm going to make it sound much more unromantic than it actually was. His insurance premiums were about to truly skyrocket in January, and he yeah, was just it was time. And now you can't domestic partner at least in California. Uh-huh. Now that marriage is the law of the land, like you, you have to be married to sort of do that, and so. I don't know, honestly, if we ever necessarily would have taken that step otherwise, but 
We did, and we're very much in love. And yeah, all because that, I hear you refer to him as as my your partner, partner. Yeah, still to this day, you, it is like we don't have rings, and we don't, we don't. I don't know. Hu- husband to me, just for some reason, has such a bad connotation, and yeah. I don't know why. I think mm-hmm. because I it shouldn't. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't. Partner feels fairer. Yeah, or so, it just feels like more like what we are versus like. There's something about the phrase my husband that drives me particularly crazy. Not even crazy. It just doesn't feel like me. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Does it make you feel like you're like a 1950s housewife by using the word husband? I I think – you know what? It just makes me feel like – I don't know. I feel feel like – Gay people in general are so rapidly losing their edge that right. I'll, right. I'll take partner over husband. Yeah, yeah. Hold, <laughs> Man, hold on to it wherever. Yeah, that's you just can. for me. Yeah, you want to have a word that is strictly yeah. your yeah. concept that is strictly totally. Yours. And it's beautiful. That's not heterophobic. It's a yeah. beautiful word and it's a beautiful sure. idea. Uh-huh. Maybe one day we will call each other husband. Quit screaming. <laughs> <laughs> so, when did you go from boyfriend to partner? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. By the way, in my head, two minutes in. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, of course. But I I think probably like a good, I want to say like six months. Derek's about 10 years older than I am. Uh-huh. So like, I don't know. He just like, he knew it when he knew it and I knew it pretty fast. And so I think we were sort of fast-tracked that yeah, way. You were in. I, th- I was, yeah. I knew, like I definitely, the first night we met, I knew I was like, oh, fuck. Like, this is the guy I want to be with forever and ever and ever and ever. I knew. Um, How did you meet, by the way? We, okay, we met in line. There's a couple versions of the story because oh. we apparently re-met in line at a grocery store. No, at a liquor store. Cap and Cork and Los Feliz. Sure, yeah. yeah. We were each going to different parties. Um, and I was, there was some drunk guy in there and I'm like, <laughs> The cool guy I am muttered something under my breath, <laughs> seeing if anyone heard it. And he did and laughed. And that's all it took. Wow. And then, um, <laughs> and then, but we had also, and I had sort of forgotten this. We had also met on um, Manhunt, like Whoa. way before. Wow. Yeah. Manhunt which is, is crazy, which I don't talk about another time. Another time. It yeah. was pre, and I think Grinder was very much in existence. This was only three and a half years ago, but, but you were old I was, fashion. I yeah, guess, yeah. just de- analog. Exactly. Steampunk. Just plugging that Wi-Fi in, <laughs> dialing on up. Now, yeah, when you say where a gentleman met, is, when you say you met, did you we meet We hooked person? up. You hooked up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is that not part of the story because you literally forgot about it? I think you- it just depends on the crowd. And yeah. I shouldn't be embarrassed about it, but I no. think sometimes I'm just like, eh, we met this way. Oh, and then sometimes yes. I'm like, we met on Manhunt. Yeah. So uh-huh. this it just is, sort of depends. This is the crowd. Exactly. So you met on Manhunt, but that meeting you don't remember thinking this is the guy I want to be with. No, really, no. no. And I mean, you were, those are transactions. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. quick. In the liquor store, did you go, oh, that's the guy that I hooked up with for Manhunt? Or did you just – No, you didn't I didn't. Clock it. We didn't clock it till later. So how did that come up? Yeah. God, good question. I think he he brought it up. He was like, you know, we've met before. And I was like, how is that possible? And by the way, I think there was, you want to know something crazy that I'm just saying out loud now? I feel like maybe part of the reason that I liked him so much at the beginning was because I thought I knew him. Uh-huh. Do you know what there I mean? Like there was something familiar. about him that I was like, yeah. I know this guy. Yeah. Yeah. So where, Never when you hooked that up, up yeah. was it his place or your place? Mine. And he, when he came over. <laughs> <laughs> that must've been it. Yeah. That had to be it. Yeah. But he didn't say anything. Uh-uh. For how long? Um, probably like, well, 
Like not no time at all, really. Like a week, two oh, weeks. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Like that's date, some date time. That's well, well, but by that, that is... I mean like, but the second date. Yes. Do you know okay, what I mean? Right, sure. Yeah. Right. And that's a fun thing to drop on somebody. No. Like that shit. Yeah. Right at Thirsty Crow. Oh. Dropping man, it right having... on me, and then the third date he. Uh, the third date I bring up all the time just because I don't really have anything to hang over his head because he's just a great, you know, he's a good yeah. person. But the third date, he, I had paid for like the first and second date and the third date. I was like, well, he's got to pay this time. Yeah. I don't know what your rules are about that, but like, you know, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The bill comes and he goes, do you want to split it? <gasps> and I was like, I'll show you a split. <laughs> I'm out of here. Oh I didn't say, God. but I was so annoyed. It's really the only ammo I have on him. But, um, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were, that was the correct. Reaction. Thank yeah. you. And way to use that ammo. Oh, by the way, on a show you, that literally dozens of people are listening to constant, <laughs> by the way, con- I constantly, I constantly will say like, even just Maybe sometimes to be shitty, but mostly to be funny. Like in any situation, be like, do you want to split it? (laughs) (laughs) Just to be crappy, I guess. But we never do as much anymore. You're splitting everything now. Now everything is pretty much split. Um, So when you, did you make a conscious decision to not do a wedding and not? Well, yeah, only because we did want to do it by January. And then the secondary to that was we wanted to do it under Obama, which I know doesn't really make a difference in anyone's marriage, but we just were like, this was a cool guy and we're about to have a even cooler guy, but no. (laughs) Um, uh, And so I think that was part of it, but yeah, I think. I think it was, yes, a conscious decision. And we keep saying, like, well, we should have a party at some yeah. point, but we just haven't really. Is there any part of it. you that wants that and wants to exchange vows in front you of You know, I have and- to be honest. I bet you guys feel this way as performers. Do you ever feel like you're pretty great in a room full of people celebrating you for your performance mm-hmm. or like on mm-hmm. stage and you yeah. don't know them, but you're yeah. very different in a room of people celebrating you for the person you 100%. are. And yeah. that's a terrifying, I yeah. just don't like that idea. Yeah. That much. The idea I'm not of into that. Enough. Yeah. Dancing with my boy. I would love to be dancing with my boyfriend, but the idea of doing it in front of people and having them like watch and feeling like I'm, I'm aware of it. And now I'm kind of performing my relationship a little like that makes yeah. me sick. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just not. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't. I can't imagine that. I can't imagine going through that day. Yeah. I, I, yeah. What it, about it you? Grab, no. I mean, you guys have been together me. forever. Do you think you'll get married? And I don't think so. Yeah. No. I mean, okay. you know, if if we no, I, you know, if we were, I think it would be that kind of, you know, for a for a specific purpose. Sure. Kind of a thing. Yeah. But yeah, no, no. Neither one of us is really into that idea. What about you guys? I think maybe. I mean, I I think if we did it, we'd probably. By the way. We have not had this conversation. Okay. But well, let's have I it now. I think that it, we would probably do a real heteronormative wedding. Great. The families are yeah. coming out and we're doing the whole Great. thing. And my my girlfriends would want to do a bachelor party. From, you know, I, I, it would be that whole thing. And I don't think either of us are up for all that right now. Sure. Uh-huh. But – your version of it doesn't sound too bad. Yeah. It was nice. It was oh, really, I mean, we both had meetings right after. That was very unreal. I, mean, the, oh, the I will say, of, so the day just... of, we each had to spl- split. Wow. I can't believe I'm saying the words. But I will say, so we, the only opening of any courthouse in the LA area was in Van Nuys. Yeah. When I tell you, so they they bring you in a room and it's like a, an arbor of fake flowers and it's so truly ugly and it's like super bright lights uh-huh. and the sweetest guy who was officiating this just from the court and he was this older guy who was so sweet. 
But the the in the chapel or whatever they call it, the walls don't go all the way up. Uh-huh. So during the ceremony, you just hear outside people like window six, you know, <laughs> yeah. or like no, I brought all the documents. Like for oh you know, because who wants to be at the fucking courthouse? Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of sweet, actually. Yeah, I like I that like touch. That. Yeah, you got a cute story. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly what you want. It was nice. Uh, I found a lot of gay friends of mine are doing what you've done, mm-hmm. you know, and just kind of, you know, like they've been together forever and it's like, you know, everybody's met each other. We've had, right. a, we've had a lot of good dinners. Right. Let's just go. Also, it's it like, done. If, if I don't know, it's so hard for, again, me personally, uh, I'm uh, to, to, to justify, like put a down payment on something. Yeah. yeah. Don't spend $50,000. Not that you right. would, but don't yeah. spend $50,000 on a right. wedding. Right. I also have everything. Right. You know what I mean? I have every dish I want. I know. I have every yeah. kitchen tool I want. Yeah. You know, we don't we don't need to be doing that. It, it's a, what a nice idea totally. for a young starting out couple. Yeah. But does that even exist anymore? Do you guys right. like attending weddings? Uh, like for weddings of friends? Are you yeah. Weddings of friends, yes. Yeah. I don't I, I don't um, I don't really like attending weddings to people that I didn't. I don't know. That. You don't want to go with like no. a, like like Derek's high school friend. Where yeah, you're the plus I don't. I just don't love it, and I think that's again just the you know the social anxiety thing. I just yeah. don't. I just don't like that kind of stuff. Yeah, and it also sometimes feels kind of silly. Yeah, when it's not your good friends up there, it sometimes just feels kind of silly. Yeah. Well, I mean, when it's a good friend and you're going away somewhere nice for the weekend, sure, and you're yeah, getting drunk and having amazing, food and you really and believe in them and you want to yeah. support them, yeah, I'm all that's my. That. I honestly want someone in my orbit to do it just so I can attend, but I don't want to be responsible for doing it myself. No yeah. way, no thanks. Oh. My uh, my freshman year of high school girlfriend, who is a lesbian, and her girlfriend uh, got married on Eclipse Day yesterday. Oh wow, uh, they eclipsed. They eclopsed. <laughs> they uh, they just like eloped. Were they here in uh, L.A.? Is that no, what they're said? in uh, in uh, Chicago. Okay. Did they and, do uh, it so, at the minute of the? No, no. They went to the beach, watched the eclipse, which like you got a much better view in Chicago than you mm-hmm. did here. And then they went to the courthouse and did it, and uh, stayed overnight in a hotel. Wonderful. Wow. I think just did it to coin a word. Yeah, it's a pretty. Impressive <laughs> it's a word. solid word, right? <laughs> That's great. How yeah. was your eclipse, Brian? Guys, I'm not going to lie. I was actually really moved by it. You it's, were? I thought it was amazing. beautiful. Yeah, it changed the whole – it I, made everything the magic hour. I was like – it really did. And it, it really like, you know, that whole thing. I know it's trite, but it really made you feel s- really your, your – just how minuscule you are yeah, in a yeah, good yeah. way and how uh-huh. little you really matter. Wow. Yeah. Is, I don't know. I had sort of a – a really nice experience with it. In the words of Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, that. So humbling. And by the way. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. It's exciting. She <laughs> it's loses her shit over the eclipse in a way that is ba- baffling, yeah. frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a little showy, but it's still tra- kind of charming. I, I, everything she does is insane, but also I can't get enough of it. Totally. Him. Carrie O'Donnell, I should give him a shout out for it. He, does, he has a great video of himself reenacting. Uh, her doing that? Her doing that you yeah. should see it. It's on her Instagram. There's like two or three videos that are wild. Are they of her or are they of the eclipse and she's narrating? That. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But she's very clearly running her own social media. Is there <laughs> something about that when you know like your thumbs are literally doing this? Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, it makes me feel close. Yeah, Especially that. like not only is she an actress, she's sort of a brand. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That she's running that. She could certainly have people do that for her. Definitely. Yeah. Well, not on eclipse day. No. no. You wanted to come straight from the heart. Yeah. It was so a day like fun. that. Uh, okay. Um, I, I know that we're like deep into personal stuff right now, but mm-hmm. what are your feelings on uh, Danielle Staub? Uh, oh, coming back? Franchise? Wait, do you don't watch those shows, do you? I have. Yeah. Uh, the only one that I have watched more than a couple of in a row is Jersey. Jersey. I was into it for like a season and a half. Yeah. I haven't watched Jersey in a 
while. Me too. And I will say, I sort of stopped watching when Danielle left. Same. Okay. So okay. I'm all about her coming back. She's going to be the nitro cold brew. She might be. of energy yeah. that that, yeah. that, that, that uh, franchise needs. Because that's when I fell off of. And honestly, I'm frankly falling off of Orange County now, too. Oh, it's, we don't too. have to never, I've never it's, seen any. Oh, it's awful County. this season. And I used to like it because to me, those were the women who were the most accessible in terms of like – they're like, yeah, I drive a Lexus. And you're like, that's not that impressive. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they were just like, they you all live like, in McMansions. A, and it yeah. wasn't like real big money. It yeah. was just sort of like your mom's friends. Uh-huh. And I always liked that about uh-huh. it. But. That's okay. why I've lost my, yeah, it's like, it's got to be real aspirational for me. To, by the way, that's why I love the show Younger. Because it is literally the definition of aspirational for me. She's pretend, running around pretending to be in her 20s. Which, oh. as you know, I think that I am. Me yeah, too. We all do. We all do. That's late twenties. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We talk- like fully convinced that people probably think I'm 28. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like when I meet somebody who's 26 and I'm like, I'm fully 20 years older than you, thinking that they'll be like, no, I know. <laughs> they're like, yeah, yeah, we know. We know. It's we know the second we saw you. You're it's, obviously 46 years old. I know. There are moments, really, in the past couple of years, where like in the mirror, I'm like. No, but really? (laughs) That can't be true. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's in the work uh, slack room. Oh, sure. Because all my coworkers are in New York and they're all, you know, 26, 27. And and so, like, they'll they'll be on a run of jokes or whatever. And I'll be like – I don't know what the yeah. I don't know the words. <laughs> like, how, how is this, this? Do I do I put a woke in here? Right. Is that is this is this a good place for that word? Uh-huh. Do I do a gif? Yeah. I literally don't know. And it's like when I, you know when you're young and older people do that, you just assume that that's the way that they've always been. Totally. Yeah. Always been a step behind. Yeah. But then it's like no, you just lose a step. And, and you then don't even notice the flip happened. side of that is like, it's such a fine line because the flip side is like, hey, did you hear Liam's new song? And it's like, shut up. Like, no. You That's asshole. The thing. I don't no, want I to tell. be part I mean, of. I probably did. I don't yeah. want. I do not want to be part of current, like present day 20 something. No, I just want people to think all. I'm that age. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. But I still want to, you know, uh, travel amongst my fellow 30 something. I want to live like an adult. Yeah. And I want to fool children. <laughs> you know, I. It's funny you say that because I think I, I've always uh, perceived you as an as a grown up, like you, a, uh-huh. a grown up. But I but I say that as a compliment because you I'm are getting out a of grown here right up now. who has always been funny as hell. Thank you, and uh, so lovable. But that there there's always been a sense that like that you had your shit together a little more than your parents. really yes. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll buy, yeah, I I would agree. Honestly, I think it's just because. I I don't know why. Thank you. I I, well, I don't feel that I, way. I mean, I know I it's a it. weird thing to hear, and that that implies. I'm, I'm like, going to take that right to my heart because a person who has their shit together in their twenties sounds like of of an investment. I, I don't even know those people. Sure, I did not yeah. know those people. No, and you were certainly not one of them in that way. No. But um, I just feel like you always had a a maturity to yeah. you <clears> as <throat> artists go. So the bar art, is low. Exactly. You should be oh, sure. to say significantly Fine. lower. You're yeah. comparing me to like Ant. Yeah. Yeah. To be clear, I'm yeah. Talking about just the garbage people sure. that we've mm-hmm. surrounded ourselves with in yeah. LA over the the past fifteen. Sure, years. Aaron Carter. Sure. Yeah. 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 I know. I know you guys love Aaron. Aaron Welcome to the fold. Aaron I know. Carter. I know. Um, there, there were people on my list uh, before him. 
You know what I mean? Well, just to well, let it, just to let into the kingdom. Sure. Sure. Who, who? Oh, you sure. Remember? Oh, literally anyone. Yeah, me too. Released an album, especially anyone from the boy band world. Yeah, yeah. yeah Other yeah, than yeah. the ones we've already got, fine. Right, sure. Lance, which and, is Lance, yeah. which is Lance, yeah, which is. You know, sure. Which is Lance. Okay. I would have Did taken you, a, a new kid. I would have taken sure. a, a, a. Well, we do have a new kid. Oh, sure. oh, we yeah, Jonathan. Jonathan. Yeah, but I want Jordan. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> right? No, I know. It's always I, the ones that. Always the one well, yeah. I'm you know. basically that gay guy from. Jenny Jones, R.I.P. Because gay men in the 80s and 90s, and whenever boy bands were, didn't have the confidence to be the leaders. No, that's that's right. exactly right. They were always, Jonathan was the quietest in New Kids. He was the one with clear social anxiety. Yep. Mm -hmm. Lance was always Always. mute. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) In in sync. like Bright white, Susan Powder hair. Absolutely. Totally silent. Yep. Being like Topanga's hot. Yes. (laughs) Remember that? Lie? My niece was like 12 at the height of NSYNC, and she had a crush on Lance and I was just like before we even knew he was gay I was like change that because that's like but you're you think they were, setting yourself on a path yeah they were obviously so confused about themselves that they were just like no but I'm basically never going to say another word <laughs> that was their yeah. contribution to boy bands yeah yeah um uh, oh God! I mean, where where could, where do we even go I went to um okay <laughs> I had to cover uh Lance Bass's uh, 99 into 2000 New Year's party, which he had at Roseland Ballroom okay, in New York. Were they still all together? Was it they were still, still together? all together, okay. yeah. But it, this was his party, okay. right? And uh, and Dream, the girl uh-huh. group, was there. And, like, you know, probably Willa Ford was there. Uh-huh. And uh, and Lance was there working the room. In I, I was so hoping you were going to describe what he was wearing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, yeah, I can't yeah. wait. Yeah. Um, silken top. A little bit um, of a uh, not a Lamar Latrell, a um, from the Cosby Show. What was oh, the shirt it, that he wanted? Yes, I, um, I, I don't remember the name, but I know exactly what you're drive, talking about. I'm going to think of it the minute we close the door, and it's going to drive me crazy. Um, and yeah, and there are four listeners who are yelling it, uh-huh, freaking uh-huh. out right now. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, but then black silky pants. Gorgeous. Okay. Gordon Gartrell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Black silky pants, like harem <laughs> pants, uh-huh. cinched at the waist. Cinched at the ankles, open in between. Wow. Full, You're literally describing Suzanne Summers. Full, yeah. By the way. Full leg windows. <laughs> oh, oh, I, windows. oh, you mean literally open? I thought literally you just meant loose. open. Oh, no, wow. open like a slit. A slit down on the, the outer side. sides of both. So oh, you could see God. boxer Genie. briefs at the top, and then it just connected again at the That is, That is shocking. Yeah, I mean, I that know. is like. I don't even yeah. know. And that was 10 years before he came out, probably. Eight that's years. like what one of the yeah. moms wore in True Beverly Hills. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's like 80s weird yeah. he was high fashion a, women's confusion. <laughs> he was in a, such a deep confusion about like, what, what is my identity? Who am I trying to attract? Who am I trying uh-huh. to pretend I'm trying to attract? Right. That's, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Poor guy. That's exactly it. And like when you, in that day and age, when in the fucking Jenny Jones day and age, you couldn't just be a person yeah. with needs. That's right. You know what I mean? And those are our formative years in many ways. The 80s were worse, let me tell you. But like you couldn't just be a person and mm-hmm. express yourself. You have to always be thinking like, how is this going to land? Who am I talking to? Am I offending somebody by saying what I'm about to say? You know, just like, and not, you know, not saying anything saucy or whatever, yeah. just expressing yourself. Sorry, <clears throat> I'm off on a tangent now. Well, no, that, that not was, a, you're right. I yeah. love the hole we just went down because you're right. I, it, it explains, I think, those quiet types, yes. not all of them, but 
journaling explains Lance Bass. It explains our Lance's. And you're right too, Matt, because it, it, it is a lot of play of like, this is what I want to wear, but this is what I should wear. So then you yeah. end up yes. with that. It's the strangest compromise. Exactly. A part of the body that no one is asking to see man no. side leg. No. Like, and then literally not like that was not on any trend. Boxer oh. briefs. Yeah. Just the, oh, just the God tip of a box of briefs. Now I'm honestly dying to know what he's wearing when in the comfort of his own home. <laughs> it's just different versions of those yeah. pants. Uh, sure. I hope. Like a like Live a your truth. Um, sweatpant. Exactly. Version. With just yes. <laughs> With just those slits at the leg, pink on he the likes back. To let a leg breathe. Do you yeah. know what I've yeah. been wearing? That I think Dave. I think you maybe wrote an Esquire piece about how bad these are. The oh. man robe. Am I no? Am I no, I'm, no. I love a robe. Oh, okay. so do I. Um, what was it? That do we you know hated? what I'm talking about? The, what? Oh no, the romper. Oh, the, oh, the male oh, rom- God, romp no. him. No. Yeah, yeah. That, I'm not crazy about that either. Yeah, Did no. you get one? So I uh, no. Oh. not yet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Should I? Uh, the man robe. Should we all get rompums? Uh, no. No, I have a. I guess it's a man robe. It's a, a hooded. Oh, but sure. It's like a three quarter length. Yes, that's oh, the thing. Really plush. So, you know, so, so it's like I'm wearing boxer-ish. a robe. Like I, it's like I'm a boxer. Yeah. You know. So a robe. A robe. <laughs> you might Literally also call it. You haven't heard of this. A but robe. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what a towel is? <laughs> what Imagine. If you could wear it? What if you could wear a towel? It's just that I have two for two different looks, and one is the more masculine look, and this was a gift from Michael, where uh-huh. I think he was like, okay, I get that you're going to wear a robe all the time. Let's right. get you one where you look maybe okay. <laughs> and then the other one was a gift from Cool Op, and, it is a, and this is a classic plush, white, hotel-style, oh. long – uh, initials embroidered. Oh, is that nice? And so, uh, all I'm, I, I, all sides of me are being embraced by. Oh, a I robe. like that. Robes yeah, are right. either. I mean, it really can go. I, I, my attraction level spikes to to someone wearing a robe, or just plummets. It yeah. really just depends. Because sure. it could tell you everything, everything has to be right. But everything God, be they, right. they can be sexy. Sure, I and like I can tell you, I, or, I saw, saw, or horrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, myself in the background of a photo of our dog that Michael took recently, and it was not sexy. <laughs> well, but I mean, you weren't prepared. Great. You weren't. I, prepared. Also, like, I don't know yeah. what I could have done differently if I were prepared, uh-huh. other than lose the dog put first of all. On. Yeah. yeah. Anytime there's a dog in a sexy picture, isn't that just the worst? Yeah. Yeah. Like, do, you, do the dog or do your shoulders? Like, when I'm sure you've like took up with, up with guys before who like the dog's in the fucking room. Yeah. And you're like, guys, no. get him out. Yeah. Yeah. You've done that, right? I'm talking about a while oh, ago. No, okay. Yeah, for sure. Right. And it's a problem now, like in relation yeah, totally. to now. Like, yes. we have, we have we a do dog too. who we love and he likes to sleep on the bed, but I then know. sometimes it's like, no, it is it's time not, for you to go. It's not that time. Yeah. And then he can't, he can't be in the room no. because then he's just looking at you. I know. And then he can't be outside of the room because then he whimpers and scratches at the door. And then, and then they know exactly the what happened. Yeah. While you're, yeah. So we just have to board them. <laughs> um, <but before> we, <laughs> every time. It requires a lot. Yeah. A lot of thought. Before we go, I do want to just get an, a quick overview of the Brian Safi love life pre-Derek. Mm-hmm. Sure. Paint a picture for me. What was going on yeah. in the 20s? Yeah, what you was... mentioned attraction. What kind of person are you attracted to? Well, Who the last dating? relationship, it's funny because actually Ron and Beverly said this once, that the person, the, your type yeah. that you think is your type is the person you usually never end up with. Yeah, it's true. Um, And that happened here. Like I was definitely into like – the guy I dated before was – before Derek, which was a couple of years before, was a horrible person, full alcoholic, Great. huge yeah. disaster. I'm very attracted to him already. Yeah, exactly. Compulsive liar, yeah. all of that that I was just like, gimme, gimme, gimme. Yeah. And um, also just like tall and blonde and like Scandinavian and that – you know, just something yeah. that I'm so not. And, mm-hmm. and um, 
what I ultimately realized was it is myself I am attracted to, just wow. a taller, more fit version. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's what Derek is. I'm that's kidding. Pretty, that's no. disgusting. But <laughs> no, no uh, but it, it was just, yeah, b- b- bad boys, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But then also really good boys. So boys. <laughs> but, the, but the problem with the good boys is sometimes they're boring. That's right. And, and now, like, I don't know. I You found a good boy who can also be bad. That's it. <laughs> that's exactly right. But yeah, just uh, shitheads is what I was attracted to before. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I get it. That's across the board. It is. I mean, I everyone, all, everyone goes through that. We all have that. that moment. That's right. Yeah. And are, on, frankly and seriously, better for it, I think. At the oh, end absolutely. Of that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah you, learn, you learn some skills. Yep. When you were in your manhunt phase, was, 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 were you active? Um, I, yeah, I would get, I mean, I would get active between relationships. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would. Yeah. I'm a highly sexual person. <laughs> Great. God Aren't bless. you guys? Absolutely. Yes. yes. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, you have to agree with everything I say so I don't feel uncomfortable. But no, yeah, no, but I would I would be active true. on those things, but I don't I don't know. I don't think that's I think that's very normal. Yeah. Do you now that you're in a relationship, do you like think about just the idea of like showing up at some guy's place? Sure. Like and, and just go like wh- how was that a thing? Oh, that I how, like you mean like how did you put your life in danger over and over, over and over and over, and over again? Yeah. Good question. I, I do. I have thought about that, and but when you're doing I it, never, you it doesn't feel like that's I what never it is. second. Yeah, I mean, it was. I walked out a couple times, not because I felt danger, just because I was like, "You are clearly a liar." Right. Uh-huh. But most of the time, I wouldn't even walk out when that was the case. I was like, "Well, I'm here." Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh God! Yeah, I drove eight blocks exactly. <laughs> it took me twenty minutes. <laughs> I I because I, I aspired to be the, to to be active on the apps and stuff yeah. when I was single, and I I honestly didn't do it not out of any sort of like moral judgment, but out of just like my chickening out, I guess. Yeah, no, it is it's crazy. Yeah, it is on its face a crazy thing to do, but I don't know. It was always fun. Yeah, I always had fun with that <laughs> stuff, and and. I don't know. Maybe I just got desensitized after a while, but like the sh- the self hatred and shame just kind of went away. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was just growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You dispense with that in your twenties. Yeah, we didn't have anything like that when I was like when I was in New York in my twenties. Right. It was like there was there were like nine seven six lines that they would yeah, advertise sure. on God, Channel Thirty Five. Yes. Yep. Uh, in between Robin Bird segments, uh-huh. you know, and or just like, cruising. and so what would you do? You would describe like, I guess this is what I do. This is who I am. This is what I look like. Da 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 da. And then find a match that way. I guess, yeah. Or, or you it use it as you record a thing, or you would listen to other people's recordings. Right. It's been it's been a good twenty years. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, you would you would leave a message. You'd be horrified by the sound of your voice. You would re-record your message. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, obsess over that, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then you would just hope for the best. Show up Would you somewhere. talk in that, though, about, like, if you remembered, about, like, your sexual preferences? Like, would you say, like, I I'm never, a this, I'm a that, I'm I, versatile? Yeah, I never yeah. felt comfortable doing yeah, that. Yeah, no, no, no. I never okay. felt comfortable. Like, that's not a thing. Yeah. Oh, I, that, that, it's a recurring theme in here where we always talk about, like, the, the types and the categories. Right. And, and how we both uh, always considered ourselves, like, beyond the category or, like, okay. just not, you know, you, you can't, like, pin us down into one of those. Sure. Things. But that's a category in itself. It is. When you're the guy who thinks that you're none of those things. Right. It might be. And then there are multiple subcategories beneath the category. That's also the guy who puts, like, I'm trying to think, like, a David Foster Wallace quote on Grindr. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Or, like, something like that. Uh It was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who this is for. Yeah. 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 Or writes – 
18 paragraphs. Uh, with rules yes. also. Remember that? Yeah. Like, just like, oh, like number one, course. don't do this. Number yeah. two, don't do that. Number three. And then by we rule 18, you're like, you. Met. Yeah, you're like, I'm I'm in trouble with you. And yeah. I've never even met you. You're mad at yeah. me. And I've never even communicated Rules for you. blocking. It's like, jeez. <laughs> dude. It's crazy. It's oh, truly insane. God. But Brian I, Sophie. Oh, yeah, please. No, 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 no. go, go. I was just going to say that... Um, I, I have a couple of straight friends. This was right when Grindr came out and uh-huh. everyone was like, this, yeah. so whatever, three, four years ago and everyone was kind of fooling around on it. And all my straight friends were, were in such shock by the way two men who had never met just openly talked to each other like uh-huh. that. They used to love going on and just seeing how disgusting they could <laughs> be and who would say yes or no. And it was pretty surprising what people are up for. Like my friend Ben used to write on there like, Will you shit on my face? And while you're shitting on it, tell me you love me. And someone was like, if you come over, I'll think. (laughs) I'm not putting everyone in that category. That was one instance that was like, wow. And totally theoretical. Yeah. We don't know if that, you know. No, and it probably wouldn't have happened. For you, then God bless you. I mean, that talk about a lot of planning. Good Lord. Wow, yeah. You got the dog gets grooming and a bath (laughs) after that. Boarding and grooming in a bath and a full vacation. Uh-huh. Oh God! Well, there's really nowhere to go from there. What a no, I, I really brought this end, down to a Brian. horrible. T- what'd you say? Oh, I said, "What a beautiful way to end." Thanks. Yeah, just, just shitting on each other's faces. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, uh, we love you. I love you so much. much. Oh, You're just the, the best uh, people. Mazel tov on your wedding. Thank you. And. Um, you're the best. Thank you for being Thank here. You. Thank you. And I'll make sure to – what's your partner's name again? Michael. Michael. So I'll make sure to give him a call and ask him when I can send out the <laughs> safety. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Dave. Yes, Matt? We have our first voicemail. This is very exciting. We're going to listen to it live on yeah. air right here with you guys. It's apparently two minutes long. Okay, so everybody everybody, settle in. This is the part of the show where we, where we potentially give advice yeah. to people. Uh, if you have questions for us, just before we, we get into this, it's 424-248-8978. If you missed that, we will put it out again on uh, at homophiliapod. On Twitter. You can tweet us there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Dave Holmes is, is literally a professional advice giver on uh, sex, literally. relationships, style. Puts a I roof mean, over my head. This is the man from Esquire fucking magazine. And I am also Matt, here. You, Matt, listen, you have a lot to offer this world. Don't you ever sell yourself short. Thanks. Ever. All right, let's hear it. Hey, boys. This is um, Michael. I love your first two episodes of your show um, and thought I would call in with some adv- an advice question for you. Um, recently, my boyfriend and I uh, have been dating for about a year and a half. Um, we met w- working out of state together. We moved to New York together um, about a year ago and we've I've lived here with him not in the same house, but three blocks away, so basically the same place uh, for the entire year. And last weekend, after a, like several months of kind of like a rough patch in our relationship, he admitted to me that he'd been cheating on me with uh, several other people, including some people that we both knew. Um, we have an agreement. Uh, we will sleep with other people together. And we talked about that extensively. And, and, uh, one of the people he cheated with me on separately was someone that we had previously had a three way with. And it makes it very complicated because my initial reaction when he told me was, well, I have to break up with you. This is what happens when someone cheats on you. 
But then I thought about it more and I'm thinking that I still kind of really love him and I don't know, I don't want to break up with him. So we kind of have just been working through it. But I'm wondering if that impulse is right. I mean, I still feel a pretty shattered sense of like trust. Um, but that said, maybe I'm just chicken and I don't want to live in New York alone, like without him. I'm scared of that. Um, so my question is like, am, am I doing the right thing? Should I, should I have broken up with him when I found that he breached this trust in such a pretty severe way? Or, you know, I mean, New York is, it's expensive. <laughs> and one day I would like to, you know, get an apartment and save money, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just being motivated by all the wrong reasons. Uh, so I'd love any advice you have. I uh, love your show. Can't wait for more episodes. Thank you, gentlemen. Bye. Michael. Thank you, Michael. Michael. Thank you. Precious angel. Yeah. Thank you for trusting us with that. I it felt heavy and important. I don't think you should break up with him. I think you should fucking kill him. Yeah. I think you should throw him <laughs> in the nearest river. Wait, now, did I'm, I just missed what the actual living arrangement is now. Are they, they don't live together. Right. But they're, they live in the same neighborhood uh, three blocks apart. So they're already not living That's together. That's why I didn't understand why, uh, you know, I'm living in New York. I want to mm-hmm. get an apartment. You already have one. Yeah. You have an apartment. You have an apartment. Um, I think he means that he wants to get an apartment with somebody else, like a, a place where okay. an adult could live. Okay. He probably has roommates or something. Yes, sure, You can't sure, really live sure. on your own if these are your considerations. Um, I, for me, uh, a three-way is a sacred trust. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's like if two people break off and decide to do their own thing, that is – that's a violation. It's a violation. And that, the, I mean, you, set, you laid down some rules. He overstepped the rules. You gotta, you gotta hold him to, uh, you gotta hold him to account. Yeah, it's also like the, the, uh, these people. Hopefully, all three of you connected when you had a three-way, uh-huh. and if you connected and wanted to do it again, then just do it again. The just fact do it that, again. The, that these two specifically were like, hey, oh, see, this is it, that's what I hate. I hate the idea that now this guy. I mean, he's already been cheated on, but now he has this fun, sexy memory that's yeah. tainted by the fact that he is thinking the other two are constantly thinking, God, we can't wait to get rid of him. Yeah, and go break off on our own. And there are that couples hurts. that have have rules like these, and it works for them beautifully and uh, you know that's god bless them i just don't Mm -hmm. think that you uh were dating the right person for that Mm -hmm. arrangement and also you should you shouldn't be scared because you're living in new york you should be excited i mean yes watching the television show younger has taught me anything and you are fun out there on their payroll that's the thing it is full of young gay dudes yeah it's a tough place to to date for sure it's intimidating. Mm-hmm. There are a million people all around. Uh, everybody's, you know, everybody's uh, reluctant to commit because it is so full of people. It's difficult, but that's okay, especially for somebody who's just getting out of a relationship, who's looking to bring his self-esteem level back up. Get out there. Get out there. Get out there and do some uh, do some grinding. Do yeah. some scruffing. I mean, do whatever your symbolic version of fucking waiting to exhaling and yes. and, 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 and and setting that car on fire yep. and walking away and not looking back. Mm-hmm. By the way, the reason why you have a sentimental attachment to this guy now is because he hurt you. Yeah. He treated you badly. And and there's a part of you that kind of craves that a little bit, but you deserve better. And you've been through something together. You, you're mm-hmm. you're in you're living in New York essentially together. I, I, I get it. That all it means something. But sure. maybe you can become friends down the line. But yeah. I think it's time to move on. It is for sure time to move on. Oh, Michael, That's it. there it is, Michael. Best of luck to you. Truly, yes. And if you and if you have uh, if you have questions, if you have uh, if you have comments, if you have concerns, if you have uh, love woes. 
Call us. Call us. us. Get at us. Get at us. There are a million different ways to to reach us. 424-248-8978. That is it. That's it. That's our show. We got to thank our gorgeous guest, Brian Safi. Brian Safi, a ray of light. Thank you to Chris Bannon and Colin Anderson and Dana Wickens and everybody at Earwolf. Mm -hmm. Uh, You beautiful monsters. We love you. Thank you for having us. So, so much. Thank you to Ben Wise for the music. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Dave Holmes. Thank you, Matt McConkie. We'll see you guys next week. Hey, let's talk about Dick some more. Oh, yeah. We got to, again, thank our gorgeous sponsors at Clone a Willy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a beautiful way to bookend a really meaningful conversation yeah. with our guests. Real heart and soul and human experience bookended by silicone uh, penises. But not just penises. Nope. No, uh, because the whole team works so hard to combine creativity, humor, sex positivity into their products. You can also check out Clona P word. Uh, I don't like to say th- I don't like to say the P word out loud. Say Clona. Oh come on! It just feels disrespectful. But you know what I'm. You know, you know what I mean. It, it'll allow anyone to create an exact silicone or milk chocolate copy of any vulva at home. Clone a pussy. I'll say it. There you go. You're going to clone a pussy. But you're going to go to the website, www.cloneawilly.com. Use promo code homophilia. You'll get 20% off your entire order. And your days of trying to fuck your mirror are behind you. <laughs> behind you. Finally, you're free from shards of glass in your genitals. <laughs> That's cloneawilly.com. Or uh, clone uh, the vagina. Promo code homophilia. This has been an Earwolf production. Executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Chris Bannon, and Colin Anderson. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Ah, uh, yes. I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. Ah! Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.